0: Warning, the following episode contains adult language and screaming goats. Listener discretion is advised.
1: The Pinball Network is online. Launching The Pinball Show.
0: This week on The Pinball Show, we welcome back mi mejor amigo, Greg Bone, as he talks about how to bake a cake and how to determine the sex of an alligator, we also announced the TPN Babies winner, as well as discussing Stern Pinball Sonic Troll, other possible future Stern licenses, a Jersey Jack production schedule clarification, Craig Bobby deep diving the often overlooked pinball startup companies in his top story segment, the IFPA 17 World Championships, a possible new title teaser from Pinball Brothers, the upcoming Northwest Pinball Show, Con Air the Pinball Game, a new TPS highlight segment, and some shocking data coming from Pinball Market Trends 2.0. All of this and more on episode 101 of the critically acclaimed Pinball Show.
2: It's time for the Pinball Show. It's pinball with personality.
0: Come one, come all, it's the Pinball Show with your host, Zach Manny. How's it going, everybody? We're doing video again. We're going to try this out. And uh, my best buddy was like, wait a minute, if you're going to do a pinball show and it's going to be video, then why in the hell am I not included? Ladies and gentlemen, it's my best friend in the world, Greg Bone. What's going on, Greg?
3: Not much. Most special guest you could ever have on.
0: <laughs> you are special. That is quite <laughs> Uh What are you up to today? Uh-
3: Nah, you know, just doing this podcast. Going to move and uh, move an alligator later on here as soon as I get <laughs> off the here. An al-
0: moving an alligator is that like a euphemism for finally getting laid? What is that?
3: No, it's uh, truly moving a uh, real like alligator. a real alligator, like a real alligator. Yeah, yeah. I've watched. Uh, well, I always want to say her because they 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 named her Allison. Um, oh, before how clever, she was old enough. Allison yes. the alligator. But- Alice the Alligator. Okay. Before he, uh, he was old enough to be sexed, they thought that it was a female, and then they found out, well, hmm. now it has, uh, I guess, a gator penis of some sort, I guess. <laughs> Do uh, gators have peni? Gator. I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming something comes out. I don't know. I, I've, I haven't. Re- I could probably Google it real quick and see what I uh, Let's the not. Gator,
0: let's not. The gator
3: <laughs> Peter looks like. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so, hey, they, they uh, like, I mean, the, the guy Who is it's a friend of ours. And Who is they? Who is they? <laughs> just like it's a friend a, or what yeah yeah it's a friend so he, like, he, got, he got this he got this gator when um when he, he was like a little bitty thing and you know how people do with pets uh, but he was one of the few pet owners like one of those things where that you know it's like oh my god i, I bought a pet that is uh terrible like like it's a like an alligator it's like, like an it's alligator. growing yes, up. yes of course yeah it's, it's growing up and getting big like what do i do with this you know most <laughs> people do that dumb shit and then they just get rid of it now, you most know they're people like oh my do god like dumb shit but okay yeah well, I know, I mean, I, I'm saying the ones that do that would like be dumb enough. To I had a ferret like, yeah. once, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. See how you just get pets and then nobody thinks it's going to get that big, but this guy like had a big heart and he was like, you know, I, I'm not going to get rid of it. Like I'm committed to this thing. I made this mistake. I'm going to do it. So literally like he took his entire garage, mm-hmm. ripped out the floor, poured out additional concrete and made like a a fucking pond inside of a garage, weatherproof, the entire thing with all this foam and everything else in there, uh, to control mold and mildew and stuff and made it a place in the garage. And then he made a giant outdoor pavilion too, with like a fence and everything and a, a whole lagoon and everything for it. And now, like so, he switches. He he takes it from the indoor space to the outdoor space. You know, between summer and winter, so that it can have fresh air and live outside. And I think that Allison now is like probably like ten or eleven foot. Oh my god! Yeah, so it's man, It's like a full got, undertaking. I've like just so I'll, I'll send you pictures. I'll Please send you do. pictures. Um, like. I'll I'll try to get some today, and then if not, I'll send you some from a few years ago um, that I took. I haven't taken pictures for a while out there, and she he was probably about seven foot then. Last time I was out there, eight foot. What
0: are the odds Um, that you get bit today?
3: Man, there's been some hairy calls before. Like it's it's tough. Like you've got to stick this whole a
0: a backyard Indiana alligator lagoon. Yes, there's hairy (laughs) calls. Yes.
3: Yes, and so you gotta like stick a thing in there. You gotta put a noose around its neck, and then you gotta get Good one around Lord. its 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 jaws, and then you gotta tape its mouth closed, and then you gotta drag it out. And dude, like sounds like, sensual, in, 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 actually. So here here's the thing that that like you most a lot of people don't think about is <laughs> you. nobody thinks about this shit, Craig. Okay, what what is one <laughs> so, thing you don't think about when wrangling your pet alligator? so the number one thing you have to think about dude is like you're you're not really got to be worried too much about its jaws and its teeth so much of getting bit the tail like the one thing that the tail, the tail exactly that's yes the tail it will snap your fucking legs off really like yeah if it hits you like that tail is massive and it's powerful are you gonna like, take your like,
0: little yorkie dog
3: no no <laughs> i mean it's kind of been bad so maybe i will <laughs> feed it like a little chicken <laughs> But no, dude, it's it's pretty interesting, and it's like it's so insane because those things feel like like they're leathery, but they're soft. Like it, they're they're very. It, it's such an odd feeling, Um, you know, and just to feel the immense power in, in that thing because you know you have to straddle it and you got to hold it down and stuff. Okay. It's it's pretty right. damn cool. It takes multiple people, but
0: so it feels yeah, leathery. You straddle it. You have to put a noose around its neck. You gotta you gotta check its genitalia for what sex it is. it it sounds like a great night between me and your mom i'm not gonna lie
3: <laughs> i swear i like i i knew that was coming i, oh, I set myself as
0: soon as you <laughs> said leathery i was like and there it is there it is right there oh
3: uh, no that's what i thought that was like eh,
0: you gotta you gotta straddle it and noose it that's that's greg bone's mom right there she's probably more wiry than that damn alley the alligator i can tell you that much mm-hmm. All right, Greg, Meaner. let's talk about pinball. Wow. Holy, I'm so glad I had you on here today.
3: It's been a long time. I begged you forever.
0: (laughs) Don't beg me at all.
3: Best friend, straight down the middle, co-host, and I got to beg to come on the pinball show. Oh, man.
0: (sighs) Dennis Creasel thought that this video thing was just last week. Poor guy. (laughs)
3: Little does he know. Poor
0: fella. We'll do it as much (laughs) as we can. I did want to announce to you viewers and listeners out there uh, that we do have a winner. Two winners, three winners, four winners of the TPN Pinball Network Babies competition that we were doing, that contest, where we put up a picture of different TPN personalities on social media and you had to guess who that TPN personality was. And uh, we had 19, 19 different entries and then we had numerous of you individuals who, who tried guessing. We do have some clear winners here. A first place winner. Is uh, the winner of a shaker motor stern spike shaker motor is going to go to Jordan Stoltz. Congratulations, Ooh. Jordan! Now he received, or he now he earned eleven of the nineteen. He got eleven correct out of nineteen. That's not too
3: bad. That's pretty solid. It's, it's hard. It's hard to gauge like what people look like now versus then. Some people sure. don't change, but eh, it could be
0: tough. Do you even have baby pictures?
3: Yeah, do you? I'm cute baby. Yeah. Okay. But man, did I go through an awkward teenage year? Oh man! Like oh oh my god! Like you don't know, like I'm unrecognizable really as like a young teenager. Wow. Uh, filled with acne, bad haircut, and blonde mm. like blonde highlights. Wow. Like uh, oh, frosted and no tips? beard. Oh, frosted tips. Oh, and I was poor, so those were homemade. <laughs> and I was poor. You had peroxide yep, and were,
0: shit, didn't you?
3: Yeah, yeah, that was the uh, Walmart special Limited. Mm I
0: didn't go that far. You go that far. Not the, the $5. Not speaking box. from uh, experience here. But. All right, so <laughs> uh, the first place winner is Jordan Stoltz. I think he's an Evansville guy, so uh, hometown guy. Nicely done, Jordan. Second place winner of a Stern or a JJP banner, we have both in stock at Flippin' Out Pimble is Paul Patzer. Nice job, Paulie. Paulie got 10 out of 19, correct? And third place was going to be a commemorative collectible foil decal uh, of their choosing. We've got uh, we got a little pinball show action. I got them right here, let's see. Since I'm doing video, you might as well, right? Boom, boom, I don't know how well it picks up. Oh, Greg's usually the camera guy. There it is. Bam, 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 bam. I like it. Uh, or we've got uh, flipping out and all that stuff. So uh, there was a tie. There was a tie in third place. And the winners, we're just going to give them to both. The winners got eight out of 19 correct. And those winners are Kevin Hart, a longtime viewer and supporter of the Pinball Show, the Pinball Network, straight down the middle. He's been a good friend. As well as Robert Gagno. Robert Gagno, nicely done. Yay! So what you guys need to do now, so that I have your address, Jordan, I've got yours, it's fine. Uh, but the other individuals, email us at network at gmail.com. Send me your info so that I can get that mailed out to you. Nicely done. And for those of you who are following along, if you'd like a rundown, of the 19 TPN personalities. Entry number one was Craig Bobby. Number two, Joel Engelberth. Number three, Rebby Hardy. Number four, Michael Castleman. Number five, Eric Wordenberger. Number six, Sean Wilson. Number seven, Steve Beatty. Number eight, Lisa Castleman. Followed by number nine, Carter Castleman. Number ten, David Dennis. I don't think anybody got that one. Number eleven, Ron Hallett Jr. Nobody got that one as well. Number twelve, Dennis Creasel. My little crazy. Number thirteen, Beck Gallagher uh, from Hup Challenge. Number fourteen, Hottie from frisco pinball number 15 tommy mcnichols from jedi mcmuffin uh, streaming number 16 george fisher 17 amanda hamilton 18 yours truly zach many which i believe everyone got correct and number 19 jordan allen from hub challenge nicely done at craig bobby started us off at entry number one i think maybe only one person got that correct Let's jump over to Craig Bobby right now, Greg, and see what he has drummed up for us uh, regarding pinball news around the industry.
2: Hello and welcome to the Pinball Show's news update. I'm Craig Bobby. One of the constructive criticisms we hear occasionally on the TPS News Desk is that we're too biased on industry leaders like Stern and Jersey Jack Pinball, and that we don't give equal time to the smaller boutique manufacturers. How does the so-called little company get their name in the sun on the TPS news table. Well, for one, the boutiques are just that, small relative to Stern, Jersey Jack, Chicago Gaming, or American Pinball, and have less going on. So there's really less to say about them week in and week out, other than waiting, waiting, (sniffs) And more waiting. If you thought waiting for your new game was slow and frustrating with JJP or Stern, you better make sure your patient pants are the right size when you hit your wagon to one of these small companies. But despite those challenges this week, we're going to ask the big boys to step aside as we shine our TPS News spotlight on a few of these smaller, boutique, or lesser known pinball manufacturers and give you a few updates on where they are with their production efforts or upcoming releases. A quick disclaimer before I begin as some of these companies are just as their moniker suggest, meaning as always, it's buyer beware and be careful with your deposits or payments up front as the stories of bankrupt pinball startups or those who are unable to deliver on their promises to customers are surprisingly common in the last 10 years. Too often, the very challenging and difficult business of pinball still attracts those who bite off more than they can chew or those that should have kept their day jobs doing anything else other than try to make pinball machines machines. But the upside to some of going through the long haul with these long shots is everything. How would you like to own a machine that none of your other friends have either heard of or can get their hands on, while Stearns, JJPs, American Pinballs, or even CGCs are a dime a dozen in the real world? Who out there actually owns a pin from one of these lesser known companies? To the winner will go all the spoils, while the loser gets, wait for it, nothing. So I'd like to emphasize again that these companies are smaller, that they have varying degrees of financial risk to the buyer attached, that we at the Pinball Show do not accept money or sponsorship for the mentioning of their products, and as always, it's buyer beware. Do your homework first before you pull out that credit card, and you be the judge on whether they are worthy for your precious time and treasure. But without further fanfare or chatter, Here are some news about the most common boutique or smaller pinball companies in the market today that I haven't mentioned previously and that we will continue to follow and monitor in the months and weeks ahead. We start first with Pinball Adventures. You've heard about them, you've laughed at their themes, but don't look now, Pinball Adventures out of Surrey, British Columbia, Canada, is actually getting ready to make their first release of Punny Factory. Andrew McBain recently reached out to the Pinball Show to offer these production updates. Things are great over here and we have been busy for two years building and understanding what goes into manufacturing. We would have finished the Punny Factory last year year, but we were waiting on our subcontractors to finish their part of the build. There were lots of bumps along the road, but we learned from each one. Andrew goes on to say that they are hoping to assemble and test 13 games in the next two weeks. I will make it clear that we have no problem getting parts. Raspberry PI is questionable. We have been just waiting on other contractors since we were always put on the back burner, being a small company. It's a good thing that we do not have to rely on pinball for our bread and butter. Our other company that is quite busy funds all the pinball supply, manufacturing, and research and development. So really, no financial pressure ever all, just fun. Once we start building, we will be selling all the games through distributors and asking for $1 deposits to hold the game spot. It will be limited to 4 per distributor. We will start by building 10 games per month, but will ramp up to 20 or 30 if we sell out right away. We are still only making 120 units for Punny Factory. Pinball Adventures also has a progress meter set up on their website pinballadventures.com that shows each game's progress to make it easier for the buyer to know how far along their game is. Also of note, Pinball Adventures makes their own feature titles known on their website with five more in development including Elements Pinball, Volt's Electrical, Sushi Pinball, Forsaken Ninja, and Fruit Omatics? Say what? Pinball Adventures has also created a handful of unique pinball tools or other pinball related devices that are also shown on their website, which include Pinball Pause, Pinball Wedge, Pinball Strong Arm, Pinball Boost, and Pinball Upright and Spin. Say what? We turn our attention next to the company Multimorphic with their P3 system, featuring their latest music-themed title of Weird Al Yankovic. Following Facebook posts from Canada's Pinball podcast showing unfinished wood cabinets and play fields on the Multimorphic production line, the Nap Arcade news site also recently posted news this week stating that Multimorphic is working hard on new Weird Al code. New code updates include You Make Me Wizard Mode, an improved UHF Multiball, and new special Drink from the Firehouse Challenge. The game now has over an astonishing 2,500 callouts from Weird Al himself. Previously, the company has stated that it is experiencing production delays of its new Weird Al title due to labor shortages. We move next onto the world of the Pinball Brothers. Daniel, the CEO of the Pinball Brothers, recently sent us their production update for their movie-themed Alien Pinball Machine. Daniel states, we are hard at work increasing our production capacity to fill the Alien orders, and I am happy to say that everything points in the right direction after a difficult 2021. We are a Approaching 500 games, SVLV, shipped for the moment the factory is putting out approximately 65 to 70 games per month. There will also be side blade decals, not lit, just decals, for Alien and a lightbox kit for the back box made available for Alien SV game owners, both will be announced when available. The confirmed Queen music pin will be up next for the Pinball Brothers as they continue to assemble parts and make their minor design tweaks to that game after a non playing prototype went on display in London some months ago. And what comes after titles like Alien and Queen? Daniel responds, the next title needs to be, well, worthy if you like. We are very proud of the licenses we have had a chance to work with so far, and that pride will not fade as we move to the next one. Let's have a look next at Dutch Pinball, makers of the Big Lebowski movie-themed pinball machines that was released what seems like a lifetime ago back in 2016. I won't go into the financial and production trials and tribulations of Dutch Pinball as others have discussed this at length over the years, however, courtesy of NAP Arcade and Canada's Pinball Podcast, we are now getting images from the inside of the sizable production floor of Dutch Pinball as their ongoing Big Lebowski machine seems to be ramping up further as images show dozens of finished pit mall cabinets on the floor with machines in various stages of production. According to a Pinside member named Svente69, who recently took a tour of the Dutch Pinball production factory, the current wait time for orders of the Big Lebowski Pinball machine is a little under one year. Also of note, Dutch Pinball is sending out two early achiever games for its original customers who are still owed machines with every new shipment. And lastly, the most recent defunct Deep Root Pinball company appears to be back from the dead posting on their corporate website. Courtesy of Chris Chandler, our former Deep Root news correspondent noted a string of characters on the Deep Root website much like a cipher code. That string of characters decodes to, check back soon for something interesting. Could it be true, or could someone actually still be trolling the pinball community from inside an SEC courtroom? Well, we shall have to wait and see. Thanks for listening this week as we covered the news of some of the smaller or boutique pinball manufacturers in the pinball industry today. As always for the Pinball Show, I'm Craig Bobby. Catch you on the flip side.
0: I still love Craig Bobby doing that. That's that's a it's a good one. It's a good segment. It's there. fun,
3: man. Craig brings a lot to stuff like I've kind of enjoyed that like uh, I always enjoyed you know just kind of some of the things he scripts out and some little extra flair (laughs) he throws on to stuff man it's it's nice
0: he was doing deeper cuts he was going with the boutique pinball companies with
3: Mm
1: -hmm. a
0: big old warning I'm saying hey I'm covering this stuff but uh, don't get mad at me if these companies fall through and your money is lost so nice nice but we gotta cover those still pinball but we can't start with those. We got to start with the King. It's Stern Pinball. This is what the show is all about: the biggest news, the best news, and we start with the biggest company, Stern Pinball. Did you see recently? I don't know if it was Twitter, Instagram, Facebook stories. I don't know what it was. Stern Pinball, kind of trolling, um, trolling the people and especially American pinball with a picture of owner Gary Stern and new CEO Seth Davis posting a picture with Sonic the Hedgehog at a licensing or a Comic-Con convention of some type. So costumed up was Sonic the Hedgehog and to the left and right flanked by Sonic was Seth Davis and, uh, and Gary Stern. Did you, did you see that? That was, that was nice. Nicely I, done. I Stern saw the people.
3: Sonic, uh, the Sonic ass grab. It,
0: oh, I was going to mention that too. Their hands were a little low, weren't they, on old Sonic? Yeah,
3: I'm like, what are you, are you goosing him? Are you, trying to, are you trying to bring him over? Is that how you got that license? What happened?
0: I think they were trying to collect rings, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, Brown man. ones and
3: not golden ones. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs>
0: do, you see, do you see Stern pinball, Greg? Do you see them making Sonic the Hedgehog pinball game?
3: Oh man, you know, I don't know. Cause like, you know, it's one of those things that obviously just seeing, uh, Ryan McQuaid's game mm-hmm. and stuff, you know, and, and seeing, you know, cause there's been an outpouring uh, of people. It's sure. like, oh my God, you know, that would be good. Uh, but you know, I, I have a hard time differentiating, you know, and being able to tell, okay, do, do people are people wanting just Ryan's game? Because Ryan did a really good job with what he, he did, did in that game. game. Yeah. Um, Or are they really calling for a Sonic license? Hmm. So, you know, I I think it's a combination of both. Do I think they will? Well, maybe. I don't know. Will they buy Ryan's game? (sighs) Like, I don't see that happening with him working at American. But if American can't get the license, Ryan's setting on it. He wants to make money off his game. Is that something you've ever seen Stern really do? I mean, you know, we see him bring in Elwin with Archer and retheme it. Yeah, they so usually contract. Sort
0: of even that. even with like Nordman, they contracted him to come in to do uh, Elvira's House of Horrors and different things. So I don't, yeah. I don't know if they buy the game. I think that they see how popular that license is for the market mm-hmm. they're trying to sell to. They see Ryan McQuaid. Uh, Do Mm -hmm. a homebrew and everybody go gaga over it. So they say. Yes. I think we got this, and I think we can do this even better. Um, I I see them doing a loop to loop. I see them doing all of that. The number one thing, and I've said it before, viewer. I don't think it's so much the license of Sonic. I really don't, because I don't think people want the movie. I don't think they want the cart. I don't think they want any of it. They want the Sega Genesis series of games. That's what they want. Uh, Deadpool. All Deadpool.
3: Yeah. And that's what was appealing about Ryan's game was it was the Sega Sonic. It wasn't mm-hmm. the movie Sonic. It wasn't any spinoff or, or the cartoon the animated series or anything. It was it was Sega Sonic.
0: It wasn't ugly Sonic. No, it wasn't ugly
3: Sonic.
1: <laughs> For so sure, yeah. I, but you know, what...
3: but but here's where some of the issue lies too. That I think a lot of people, if Stern makes this game. Um, which I, I do think they will.
0: I think the, they will. Is do. it
3: always going to be compared to what Ryan has done, or any aspect, like you said, like the loop to loop, or you've got the uh, the spinner uh, at the finish of oh, of, of the level, like the, thing, Ryan? Yeah. But
1: are, the signs, yeah, are
3: they going? Yeah. I mean. Because Ryan used a lot of stuff that's, that's in the game, and no matter who makes it, it's things that you would expect people to put in the pinball machine. But will it always be compared and say, you ripped off Ryan McQuaid. You used his idea. You did this. Do you think that that will taint that game if they do make it?
0: I'd say see Godzilla. I mean, everybody uh, supposedly whenever Stern snatched it out from Spooky Pinball, that license that there was a dream license, um, everybody was head over here, they were angry, they are upset, this is a shitty move, Stern, yada, yada, yada. Elwyn creates Godzilla, and nobody says a word now because it's one of the greatest games ever made. And, but the, and, wh- uh, and people actually say, well, at this point, they're like, retrospect, you know, uh, hindsight, they're like, well, I'm glad Stern made Godzilla. I'm glad they did it over spooky. So I think if they make it a great game, people are not going to care at all.
3: Yeah, but but again, this is it's it's a hair different. I agree with you. If they if they make it great, people forget and people don't care. Uh, there's none of that loyalty there. But th- the main difference is, is Spooky didn't have basically a built game. Spooky True. didn't have anything True. physically to compare it to. It was the it was the uh, theft of a license. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is so different because Ryan had basically a finished game in a sense. So I think that's the hard thing. I think it's going to be even
0: more difficult, Greg, if, if they do try to interpret this license into a game, if they don't get those very Sega aspects of it from that video game series, then I think you do see people going back and saying, but what if, Mm -hmm. if only it was a Ryan McQuay? then I can see that because we need, we need a loop to loop. We need a fast game. Yes. And we need a somewhat friendly game, but we need those Sega video game assets or with Chuck Ernst and the animation team viewer, they could probably replicate a lot of that like they did in Deadpool and pull it off as well. But it'll be very difficult but I think they probably could. Uh, during that same, th- uh, it was on it was on Facebook stories because I saw that picture pop up. I also saw a couple other pictures pop up with some of the stern people around licenses uh, and characters from you know franchises and such. I went back to try to see which other ones thinking maybe they're giving us a little uh, hint here. The only one I remember is because it's near and dear to me was the movie E.T. They were with E.T. Um, and I got to tell you, I don't know how well it would sell, Greg, but E.T. would be just such a lovely game, uh, in my opinion. It's one of those things that's like Avatar, where people are like, oh, I don't like that license, but I just love it. So, it works for me. I don't know how great of a seller it would be, but do you see them ever making uh, Steven Spielberg's E.T. extraterrestrial?
3: You know, the weird, the weird thing about like something like E.T. is it's kind of like what you said. is It's like, <clears throat> does, do, do, does anybody think about it? Does anybody go? Does it have legs okay. from man yeah, from yesteryears. yeah exactly but it's so whimsical and it's so heartwarming and it's so uh adventurous like mm. there's so much to it that that if you really start to think about it it could make a really cool neat pinball machine um you know with elliot and the bicycle at the end oh. you know anything him in the basket the hood. uh yeah yeah his Across finger lighting up yeah, all laboratory kinds of stuff,
0: stuff, the flower wilting. You got all kinds of stuff there.
3: Yep, yep. The the race to get ET, you know, with the, you know away from, you know, the FBI whoever was You're in there. Kill the CIA. Him. Oh, yeah. Yes, and them and then on the BMX bikes, like it just screams 80s nostalgia, oh, 90s does. nostalgia in so many ways. And that uh, film you score. Know, it
0: could be good. Oh.
3: Yeah. I think it, it could be something very soft and and, and whimsical like Wonka. Like you know, I think Mm. it would have that same kind of overture. I'd want it a little darker, a little darker. Hmm. Well, I mean, it's not gonna. It can what sense? Because I mean, it's obviously not gonna lend itself to the colors and the brightness. Yeah, that's um, what
0: I mean. Like, uh, not too much whimsy. (laughs) No. (laughs) No. I don't want too much color. I want you know the wood. Uh, I want Mm -hmm. the greens. I want the darkness. I want the coldness of the lab feel. I want all. No. Yeah. You have to.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to brighten it up. You don't want to go throw in, like, a Guardians of the Galaxy art
0: package <laughs> thing. <or. laughs> uh, e- email us at, the network at gmail.com if you remember what other pictures they were taking, because uh, there could be some stuff there. There could be some stuff there. Speaking So, of so spec- not
3: to divert this, but I'm never on the show, so uh, we don't get to go talk ahead. about fun things. But, uh, what do you remember what we were talking about a few weeks ago of what no one thinks about, nor had we really thought about as a theme for a pin, but it would actually be an amazing pin. Do you remember what movie we were talking about? He's Reminded. a failing actor. Who's making a giant comeback. Johnny Depp. No, he ain't gonna <laughs> come back. He's just fighting for his life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, no
3: you remember con air oh
0: nicholas cage
3: yes yes, yes you remember we, how we talked we, about we had con a 45 minute a... phone
0: conversation about how con air could be one of the greatest pinball machine themes ever
3: yes I yes think right. and it went deep Yes, I do too, because there's so much you could do, and it was phenomenal. So I had to throw that out there, because you know how we here in the yeah. media we got to get ahead of other media people, so before anybody else says yeah. that Conair's going to be, you, it, you know, if they me. ever made it,
0: yeah, yeah.
3: So with we with his ahead of.
0: shitty southern accent, he was like from <laughs> Louisiana. Why couldn't you put the bunny back
3: in the box? Um.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what was his Hello. name
3: in that movie oh. oh my gosh if you wouldn't have said anything because i mean we like I said we went so in depth i
0: mean you got steve buscemi in there yes you've got ving john ving malkovich in there. john yes. malkovich was in there danny john trejo Cusack.
3: john cusack yes it, oh. it is a phenomenal all-star cast that would be amazing <laughs> I, and that that could be where I that you run it. into the major issue i would just love life it life.
0: so much i would oh, love I would it along it. the same lines as I would face off Armageddon. Yes. Like those, those nineties, late nineties, early two thousands, just action. I love it.
3: That's the thing is Con Air is just pure action. It's sort of to me, like when you take something like guns and roses and you just take that, that, that just like (laughs) the feeling of nonstop hard yeah, high energy because mm-hmm. yes, like that's the way that you could make that pinball machine because there's just like almost no dull moments in that movie. It's so insane the entire time.
0: Cameron Poe.
3: Cameron Poe. Yes. Cameron
0: Poe yes. and Cyrus. The virus was uh John yes. Malkovich. Yep. Oh, yep. Dave Chappelle <laughs> was in there too.
3: Yes. That was oh. before he was like ever even thought of Monica Potter yep. was in there. Oh, yeah.
0: remember she was a she was Monica. a freaking fox on Joe Dirt. Another, uh, another theme that would be great for pinball. Man,
3: Joe Dirt would be good.
0: Joe Dirt, baby. I hope that in our lifetime, Greg, one of those things, two of those things, three of those films are made. I really do
3: well you, you really think about it though we're getting out of uh, soon we'll be progressing where we're starting to get out of the things like Ghostbusters and where 80s stuff is relevant 90s we'll are slowly... coming
0: I've told everybody 90s are
3: coming Yep, and that's that's what's going to start becoming next popular
0: mm, man why speaking of the hit that is Top Gun this, this weekend at the box office why is Top Gun still not a pinball game
3: dude that would be insane like updated F-14
0: yeah that would be yeah. great. That would be yeah. just phenomenal. I wonder if Steve Ritchie would do a Top Gun, since he did F-14. That would be like in his wheelhouse, theme-wise. I think.
3: Yeah, I, I think it's something that 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 you know, an updated F-14 for from Steve. You know, the flow, the speed, and everything else, but with an updated license. Um, you know, it's kind of like him doing a Black Knight again. It would be like you know revisiting F-14, but. With Kenny you know, Loggins. Mm. Yeah, he's throwing it in as a license and i I think that honestly with the popularity of this new movie you take the nostalgia of the last one like and as well as this one's going over because like i haven't seen it yet but that's what everybody's saying is it's basically like such a great throwback to the original that it has it encompasses everything that made the original so good Mm -hmm. um almost maybe better like i think i think it could honestly be a theme that that stands up and would would probably sell really speaking
0: of themes the rumor is a Venom pinball machine possibly coming up next by Stern in August that are a rumored James Bond. Do either one of those do anything for you?
3: I mean, can you not see like behind me? Like, Oh, look right there. Actually. Oh, oh, wait, I got a glare A nice glare from that light box. Oh, right there. Oh, yes. It a hundred percent would, uh, right, right next to your Deadpool. Right. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. And then I can
0: get rid Batman sixty six. I have a reason. Then you'd want Spider Man Vault again. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I still want it. I don't want no. Spider Man Vault. I can't
3: do Spider Man Vault. Like <laughs> honestly, I would take a Spider Man Vault a hundred percent. Um, I just haven't looked. I need to look and see if they got a good pin sound uh file for it. If there's something good. Yeah, on,
0: we need uh, Simmons back in there Parker.
3: <laughs> yes. Yes. If yeah. I could redo that, I would take the vault. Just cause I love the look of the vault. The look of the vault is amazing.
0: Beautiful. But,
3: <laughs> not doing the sounds anymore
0: at mm. okay so venom you could do james bond james bond yes. is a little dated for me i gotta say
3: that bond is for me too and then like, w- like unless it's daniel w- craig that yeah but you know, man, even i'll daniel have Craig's a chubby open in
0: that box all day long
3: it's kind of worn on me a little bit. Is it passes through like, like it's so hard to do a Daniel Craig one right now, because then it's like, okay, they're, they're looking for like interest Elba They're they're looking for a new bond. Like, so it's like, it's be so weird to have an outdated Daniel Craig pinball machine that just shows up. And now you got a brand new bond. That's not Daniel Craig. I think they kind of missed the boat on that by like five years.
0: (laughs) Yeah. They could have done one just based on casino Royale.
3: Oh, 100%. Yeah. Amazing. I think it's my favorite Amazing. Bond
0: film, actually. Yeah.
3: Mine, too. I don't Daniel know. Craig's uh, probably my favorite Bond Skyfall was really good, too. Skyfall was good. <clears throat> I do like Craig. I like. I just don't want him to mess it up. They've had Xavier a good string Bardem. of Bonds. Yeah.
0: All right. Let's talk about some code updates. We got some big code updates from Stern Pinball this week. Godzilla version 0.96, which includes a Monster Zero mini wizard mode. Now, Greg, you have Godzilla Premium. Yes. And you are in love with it. I do
3: love it. It's so much so that people.
0: you want to redo our straight down the middle review.
3: Yes. I need okay. to. Yeah. Cause I'm mean, a shit on that game. Well, I shit on I was I mean, it. I need a B plus. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, a B plus is normally good, but I shit on this game for what it is to give it a B plus.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, that's, that's, have you updated the code?
3: I haven't updated code on mine yet. I haven't either. I did the last update uh, that came so then, out what nine a couple four. months ago, but yeah. yeah, I haven't done this one. And I still didn't, I, I never did the readme file. This is how stupid I am. And I, am. And I don't know why it's just dumb. Like, I never did go in and I never read like, cause oh. didn't they put a, another mini wizard mode in that last one too? Yep. Wasn't there?
0: Yep. I forgot the name of it, but yep. They had another one there too.
3: It's stupid me. Like I just never did go in. Cause I don't know how, to, I still haven't gotten to it. And I've ran through a few of the, the, the monsters, the kaiju and stuff, but I, I don't know how to get to it.
0: I haven't got to that one yet either. Yeah.
3: I need to read and see what I need to do to even get to it. You've been uh, too
0: busy. You've been too busy training to be a, an official tech to do any of that. We'll talk about that here in a minute. So we got new, new code from, uh, from, from rush pinball as well. 0.96 as well. So we're getting close at 1.0 codes for both of those new games. The new rush code includes the Cygnus X one book Two hemispheres wizard mode. And they added a challenge mode into that game as well as just a bunch of other call-outs, light shows, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So go update your codes, people. And it's easier than ever with Insider Connected. Bada bing, bada boom. You're uploading. You're good to go.
3: So here's one thing that I need to say publicly, and I, I need to talk on the air about for like three minutes.
0: Okay. Uh,
3: having a Rush at home. Rush is actually a very phenomenal game. Like, Yeah, you're big on code, Rush. I, I, yeah, I and I, I, I wasn't that much, but I, I like the way that it shot. So, you know, uh, you were gracious enough, uh, flipping out pinball to, to, to let me take one home, um, and explore it. And, and I actually kind of fell in love with the code. Like I love Mm -hmm. what Ray Day did with the code. It's actually, it's super tough because the modes are long. The amount of shots that you have to make in some of those modes is astronomical, but it's fun. It's doable. My only complaint. And I, I just, I, 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 I need to say it to Ray Day right now the thing that i think lacks in that game is i need to be able to see my progression more like Ooh. it's like it's so tight and tiny that i have a hard time knowing how much further i need to do how many more shots i need like especially something like working man that can be you know have so many shots i'm okay. like i just need something to engage me to where that like okay i look up and i'm like okay I, i'm i'm at, you know, two o'clock on the clock on working man. I need, I just need a bigger visual reference because then I kind of get lost and I'm like, okay, I'm making shots and I really don't understand my progression and the game is kind of fast. So like, I'm, I'm trying yeah, to look and find on the screen. Game. Yeah. And I'm I'm trying to find on the screen where, you know, where my progression is and what I need to do and what I need to hit next and everything. And it's just not visually there. So if there's anything that you can do, please bring those animations to bring those me. graphics. Yeah. Greg, you know what you know
0: what you know what game does a really good job of visually showing progression I think is Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, it's got oh, yeah. remember that when you start a mode it's got a circle and it shows you how ma- is it a circle or is it a bar, but it shows you how many segments or how many more shots you need to complete yes.
3: this. Yeah, I think that's really good. And it's all in the same job. spot. Yep. Exactly. So you know exactly where to look. Yep. Yep. And it does. And, and you know it's not real big. It doesn't eat up a lot of the screen. It doesn't eat up mm-hmm. a lot of the animation stuff. But it, it's there. And it's visually you can see this is what I need to do. And I think without that the game is less engaging. You wouldn't you know you wouldn't think that'd be such a big deal. But, but when you don't do that it, it feels more grinding. And you just feel kind of more lost. To where that it keeps you more engaged and you're more amped up. Like hell yeah, yes. I need three I, more shots.
0: I like it too because if you have like three shots left and you know your timer's running out you can then hit your action button for those uh house how halos and c- cylinder or whatever the hell that the, the, the yes. give me uh action button uh tor- progression yes. toward so you know you had three of those boom 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 and you got the moment yep. yep, i like that yep. as well so new code updates all around also <laughs> wanted to mention uh self-promoting of course is uh we had a an investment magazine that was recently published this last week called Luckbox Magazine. You have to go check that out on your newsstand, or you can download it for free right now. I think it's at uh, luckboxmagazine.com, something like that. Search it, Google it. But uh, yours truly, myself, Zach Many, was was featured in a, in a story there um, alongside uh, owner Gary Stern, Stern Pinball, Raymond Davidson. Speaking of Ray Day himself. Uh, and uh, Roper, Roper Fuentes from Emporium in Chicago. And they reached out to us to discuss the the boom and the resurgence of pinball and where it's coming from, why it's happening, and how long it's going to last. It was a really, in my opinion, interesting read. But, um, but yeah, I was happy to be a part of that, and I was very proud, actually, to be a part of that. So go check that out.
3: And you should be. Congratulations to all of you guys, man. It was a really good article.
0: Thank you. It's a beautiful book, too. I liked it. Mm-hmm. It really was. Okay, so that's Stern Pinball. Let's jump over to our other favorite company, Jersey Jack Pinball. Greg, we got uh, Canadian Pinball Podcast this last week reporting that he has an inside source, who then he said was a dealer, <laughs> uh, toured the factory this last week and did not see anything on the production line uh, except for Guns N' Roses. So hmm. a lot of people were thinking this rumored toy story, if, if that's the next game, is going to be on the line, probably maybe some in boxes. they People talked about a May 23rd release. You and I knew that wasn't the case. Um, but mm-hmm. nothing on nothing on the line. Inside source, it's a dealer. Hmm. But then, JJP, I was talking uh, to individuals at JJP, and they did tell me, they said, look, the public, including dealers and distributors, have not had any factory access in weeks, and any reports otherwise are just 100% false. Ha! <laughs>
3: Well, so, and it seems kind of uh, shady. Like, there's no way I would say. My source is a dealer who toured the factory. It's like, right. okay, we, we how many dealers we going down. through the factory? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like a blown cover.
0: No. Womp, womp. I don't know what to make of it. I just found it interesting and wanted some clarification for you as the viewer. We're going to shift over before we get into some of the boutiques. We're going to shift over to one of the biggest events com- competition-wise for the entire year, and that's the IFPA 17 World Championships. Wow. They're going to crown a world champion. We couldn't talk about the winner because we're recording while it's in its final round, so Mm -hmm. nothing there. But this uh, this occurs in Fort Myers, Florida, and this is a carryover, Greg, and viewer from 2019-2020 standings so some of the young guns uh we're not seeing in this in this championship because the points were based off of pre-pandemic and they haven't had this tournament uh or this event since then so we're get we're seeing that now but i've been watching and it's been really really entertaining i've had a lot of fun watching it All right, everybody, late-breaking news here at the Pinball Show. Here I am on Memorial Day weekend trying to enjoy my day. I'm kicking back a few, playing some cornhole with the family, chilling out, sneaking in some video of the IFPA 17 World Championship. Such an awesome event that was held down in the Fort Myers, Florida area when something significant happened. And I know you guys, you you guys always look to competitive pinball analysis from me, your your boy Zach, So I had to break in here and I had to give you guys a new segment that we're going to call on the pinball show. Highlight of the week. Highlight of the week is showcasing something special that happens visually. And I'm going to share it with you and give an analysis. And I'm going to have you interact with myself as well as the rest of the pinball network and comment below uh, a multiple choice option on what in the hell just happened. Before we break it down, let's jump Back into the action of the IFPA 17 World Championship where something occurred that I've never seen before and many of you guys have never seen before. I'm going to give you a quick breakdown of what you're about to see. Four hours of head-to-head play, four hours of Keith Elwin playing Escher Lefkoff. It was ninth game that they've played. Ninth game. It was all down to this. The winner goes into the final four. And on ball three of Jersey Jack Pinball's dialed in, this happens.
2: This is so much fun to watch.
1: This is such a great game of pinball. What a a match. What a game. One million points with some bonus incoming. Probably going to put him close to 1.1, maybe even beyond 1.1 million. Keith has a massive hill to climb here on dialed in. Yep. Uh, Keith just Keith just conceded. Yep. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I've never I've never seen that before in a wow uh, I am still in shock Lewis. I'm I've I can't believe that. Yeah. Uh, uh, what on the what in the what did why did I mean at least try yeah for why sure. why would you not try that's vince i'm I'm in shock
2: same well this this game I, I don't really have an answer, but certainly this this whole match has been a marathon, yeah, so, so I don't think he did it to keep i f p a on schedule no, but,
1: no, that's his own decision, uh, his own doing,
2: yeah uh.
1: I'm, <laughs> I'm speechless. I I flight have. Flight to catch. I can't imagine ever doing that. I mean, he's got a two and a half hour drive. But, I don't think flight to catch no. would be it.
2: Well, we can, uh, we can,
1: see if we can ask him. Wow. <laughs> wow. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I I I, I think that was a. a a terrible thing to do I agree but I that's agree. but that's his call it's yeah. his choice As he he earned the right to do what he pleases with every ball that he plays yes indeed. Um, I would I mean just from a, a standpoint of competition I would have liked to have seen the seen him try because it could have resulted in an epic uh, an epic yeah. comeback um, but we at least hey let's not take anything away from Escher no so Escher just blasted the crap out of the-
0: what in the hell was that he conceded, he quit, ball three, Bimbo is a one-ball game, and the greatest of all time, Keith Elwin, exits stage left, he just quits. He's d- four hours just playing one player. He's been playing all weekend, ladies and gentlemen, and he simply quits. He's done. He's just done for... Why in the hell did you play all weekend, Keith? What was going on? Sure, he was being handed an ass whoop, and I get that. Maybe on a game that he didn't know. I don't even know what to make of this. I have no clue. Zach, you shouldn't have any clue because you don't play competitively. You've never played in a tournament nor a league, so you don't have the right to say anything. It's what some naysayers may say, but you know what I say? This is my damn show. I'll say whatever the hell I want to say. And analysis is the name of the game, and that's what I do the best. But I'm going to have you guys help me out on this. I feel a, a number of mixed feelings regarding this. Chat blew up. If you guys were watching live stream and you're seeing that highlight clip, the chat blew up. People were pissed off. What a slap in the face this is. Some people were saying, wow, what, a, what a, an unselfish moment, being at the top of the world, being the greatest of all time, and handing the torch to somebody else. What a show of respect. Other people just were dumbfounded and had no clue what the hell was going on. That was me. Uh, I'm still trying to figure out this competitive pinball thing because to me, as I'm watching as a viewer, um, I'm really confused. I I don't know what this is. I don't know why waste your time and not finish it. Maybe there's some 200 level IQ shit there that I don't get, but um, I think it could be a number of things. I think it could be a number of things. Maybe I'll maybe Dennis and I next week will discuss it, but I'm gonna give it up to you guys. Comment down below. I'm gonna give you four options of multiple choice as to what the hell happened in Keith Elwin's head to make him just quit. You can choose option A: bad sportsmanship. Shit. Such behavior is just kind of a slap in the face to the sport, to the IFPA, to the viewers, and especially to the other competitors. Man. If you lost to Keith Elwin in this last round, gee, thanks. I, I, I wanted to play. I could have been there. You just give up. B, this is Keith Elwin. He's a grace of all time. This is just his way of taking off his hat with a tear in his eye and waving to the audience that has admired him for years. A final goodbye and a passing of the torch to the new blood he conceded just simply out of respect for the sport that has become his legacy. It's become his life option. C I mean, even Michael Jordan had a little bite to him. Keith was probably thinking, I don't know. Look, I could lose now in a pretty damn big way on a game that I really don't know much about instead of just being forgotten on such a large stage. Look, I may not win, but i can still own this show relevancy bitches <laughs> or option d dude had IMAX tickets to go see top gun maverick and uh i mean what do we uh, should we play boring ass captain fantastic guys what a game pick jeez or top gun boring ass captain fantastic putting everyone to sleep or top gun <gasps> crude's too it is now uh, I mean, can you really blame him? So make your choice down below. Option A, bad sportsmanship. Option B, it's Keith Elwin. He's the greatest of all time. This is, this is his respect, his swan song, if you will. Option C, even Jordan had a little bite to him, a little razzle-dazzle, all eyes still on me. Or D, Top Gun. Comment down below, share, like, discuss, describe what in the hell happened. Next week on the pinball show, Dennis and I will discuss in depth what we think happened or if there was any uh, any other information that has come out to let us know what happened to the greatest of all time. Keith Elwin at the world championship. Oh, boy. And by the time this comes out, by the time you guys are listening and watching, you can see who in the world uh literally who in the world pun intended won that tournament i always feel like you and i are brothers we can finish each other's thoughts we can uh i can know what you're thinking most of the times would you agree
3: i do agree it's kind of odd but i think that's why we work so easy together too and i think that that level of respect is like why that when we do disagree it's so easy as well like yeah. You know, it's to like, compromise okay, we, we, and move we, forward. Yeah, we agree so much that even though I disagree, I can at least see where you're coming from.
0: And I only bring that up that you and I are like brothers from another mother is because there are already pinball brothers in the industry. A little small boutique company overseas called pinball brothers. Remember took over for highway pinball. They've been yes. updating the industry. Uh, and Craig Bobby's been talking to him. You guys heard in top stories, Craig talking about pinball brothers reaching out and saying, They've actually, they're approaching with the Aliens game, they're approaching 500 games that they have shipped. That's over wow. you know, a year span. But So they've probably, what is it, five, six years that they've been going at this, but 500 games mm-hmm. is nothing, nothing to scoff at. And right now they're building about 65 to 70 machines a month of Alien pinball. Mm-hmm. And they said their next title is going to be as a as they kind of sneak peeked it before months back is going to be the, the rock band queen. Uh, and that's mm-hmm. their next, they're making some slight design tweaks to it, but we're going to see that hopefully within the next couple months, probably in the fall, I would guess we're going to see queen. I was a little mixed on the whole layout. I know Barry Orsler helped with it. Um, but the, the license, you know, Greg, how how big that license is for me. I love Freddie yeah. Mercury. I love that music. Uh, it's probably if I had to pick five music based, pinball machines that would be in it. So mm-hmm. I'm hyped up for the license. I'm hesitant uh, about the layout and what it's going to be, but, uh, I'm still very excited nonetheless.
3: Well, and here's the thing that I think that, that, that they have going for them is let's say that green comes out. Um, mm-hmm. it's not a huge success. Uh, because of the layout, artwork, whatever else that, that, that they have to overcome with that game. Um, I, I think that the, the, the biggest obstacle that, uh, that Pinball Brothers has to, to get over is uh, trust. Um, mm. And not, not trust in the company, because they're obviously putting out games, but just the, the trust that they're going to be around, that you're going to be able to get parts, because mm-hmm. everyone that I talk to, you know, it's it's that common boutique thing, um, which Spooky has overcome, because Spooky has proven themselves, but mm-hmm. I, I think that, that the reason people aren't, so many people aren't buying Alien is that they're scared of like, okay, what if something goes wrong with my game? Are they going to mm-hmm. be around? Like, like what am I going to be able to get for this game? What am I going to be able to do? And sure. I think if Pinball Brothers overcomes that, I think that you could easily triple those sales on Alien if you can just ease people's minds that you're going to be around because I, I think that that's the only thing that keeps people from buying that game. I, most mm-hmm. people who flip it, they, they might not necessarily love it, but they like it enough and they respect it. And they absolutely love the theme that, sure. that I think that they could just rerun that game for a, a probably well, you another like that year game. of queen tanks.
0: And as a reminder, you can always purchase your pinball brothers products through, uh, an authorized dealer such as ourselves at flipping out pinball. But, and so there's bias there, of course, cause we're selling their products, but we're pretty transparent as well. like, I was I was very shaky with the whole alien thing. I did receive yeah. one. Some of the build quality on it is second to none. It's phenomenal. Some little yes. issues here and there. I had a display issue, so they're still working on things. Parts availability is becoming much better. I do know that through CoinTaker, so not as many worries there. But um, yeah. but they're they're moving machines right now, and if they continue to get licenses that people like, they're going to continue to move more and more machines. They did talk about yeah. well, what comes even after Queen? And they said they it felt like a hint when they when they were um, corresponding with Craig Bobby and I they said the next title they made it a they made it a thing they were like it's got to be worthy the word worthy oh. What do you think of when you hear worthy I know what pops into my head we're
3: not worthy
0: we're yeah, not worthy Yeah it's, it's <laughs> Wayne's world Yeah do you think Wayne's world would be a good pinball theme
3: Oh, uh, you but know, personally, 90s. like, I, yeah, I've always liked Wayne's world and stuff. It, like, um, it, it, it wouldn't be like number one on my radar, but Wayne's world still, I think is such an iconic, uh, film mm-hmm. and those characters are so iconic. I mean, we did an awesome Halloween yes. <laughs> episode man, rendition of, world, yeah. of Wayne and Garth. Uh, I think it, and I,
0: I think st- it can work. I think it's yeah. a big enough license to work um it's amazing though that this pinball brothers company gets dynamic huge i mean huge license queen alien those are dynamite a license uh wayne's world borders on that uh, b level license but still could Mm -hmm. flex into the a level depending on what you put into it it's a good license well
3: and it, and they don't have to sell six thousand games. They're they're not they're not trying to compete with Stern or or even Jersey Jack or anything. That's a great it's point. Like you know, yeah. it, like that's the thing It's like, it, it, would Wayne's World sell five hundred pinball machines? hundred percent would it sell thousand? Probably. So yeah, it's not like sure. that they have. Yeah, maybe it'd be close, but definitely five hundred. They're gonna sell five hundred games uh, of Wayne's World. So it's like you know, if if they don't have to to hit these gigantic numbers. And their production, and everything else to keep up with that, like Wayne's World, doesn't have to be the greatest license of all time for them. It just has to yeah. be good.
0: Uh, another smaller company out of Texas is Multimorphic. Multimorphic posted this last week. They have new Weird Al Wizard mode, uh, so a code update and some challenges within their new code. So that's that's uh, very interesting. A lot of fun. Over twenty five hundred callouts from Weird Al Yankovic himself. That's phenomenal. Getting any of your, basically your, your license to, to call out 2,500 different, uh, terms or phrases. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's uh, crazy. I can't imagine, uh, that many call outs. So if you're a weird Al fan, you like hearing an update such as that they are still facing production delays, um, due to labor shortages, not so much parts or anything else. They just can't find anybody to work. Yeah.
3: The rest of America too.
0: <laughs> yeah. So you might work. I mean, I've noticed. Speaking of uh, part shortages and and labor shortages, pre pandemic food was better. Restaurants were better. Fast food was better. food sucks now in America, have you noticed any of that? Yeah, and,
3: and you know what? I I, I kind of think you know. It, it, you know, this is just. Uh shooting from the hip but you know yeah. i think it's got to do with the labor shortages and different shit i yeah. think that it's literally and, and maybe production or, or supply because you're you're not able to maybe get the the original ingredients or some the of the herbs things and you are using yeah the herbs and spices 11 original herbs and spices that's right um but, like, I also think maybe you don't have the qualified people making your food. Maybe they've had to retrain people. Maybe it was somebody at your favorite restaurant who actually just knew what they were doing at that time, that sort of thing. Yeah. And that's like, that's the issue. I don't know, I man. I agree with you, though. Like, oddly enough, I agree with you. Like, I, <sighs> there is a place, and I will not name it, um, that I, I loved. I would oh, you eat at all the time. Okay. yes that i went to all the time um and you know the place i'm talking about i just don't want to bash them on here but their food went to shit dude like it went to shit like you still go there um, and drink
0: a shitload of beer though
3: no i don't even go there anymore and i hate it because it's it's not like it's not far away by any means but it's just like like I'm gonna give it another chance. Um, I, I talked to Chelsea about it a while okay. back. I'm like, I'm gonna go back and give. Do you guys I have a family
0: meeting? We'll sit down here. Are we gonna? Are we <laughs> gonna give it one yeah. more shot. I one do. more that's shot. That's the kind
3: of that's that's the way our household is. I'm like, uh, gather yeah. up the troops.
0: Speaking, Speaking of here, food, didn't you bake a cake this last week?
3: Yeah, I did. <laughs>
0: Greg is phenomenal at baking these cakes every year for his, his daughter's yeah. uh, events, whether it's birthdays or whatnot. He takes a lot of pride and should because he's unbelievable. I'm going to put him on like cake balls or something. He's fantastic <laughs> with fondant, uh, with piping and everything. And and this last, uh, you've made a Harry Potter cake. I've seen you make it all. And they're truly, like, because I'm a really bad critic i tell you if they were shitty like stop posting that shit online it's not that great yeah. it's really good stuff but you didn't post this last one it was a, a spider-man what happened yeah
3: it, well first of all I, time restraints a little bit oh, but here we go. With some excuses. of it was just it was bad decisions on my part and it was bad decisions on my daughter's part for wanting mm. a peak Spider-Man cake. That kind of ruined the uh, the feel of it. Um, because, like, I, dude, like I do. For, for not to be, like, a, a baker, a professional baker, to never really bake but once a year. And I always go through, like, a mental breakdown, too. Like, I truly have almost you a do, mental breakdown. Because I have
0: to talk to for, you during them.
3: Yes, for like two fucking days, like mm-hmm. I about go insane because I put so much pressure on myself. Because you know how mm-hmm. we do things. Like there's I not mediocrity. Like like yeah. we want things to look good. We want things like if I'm going to do something, I'm mm-hmm. doing it right, and I'm gonna. I I want the praise. Like I want the accolades. Like I'm You'll not put somebody who goes around because. Yeah. Yes, and 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 I like that praise. You know, I'm not a bullshitter. I'm not gonna sit there You mm-hmm. "What you say doesn't bother me." That's right. Like if it don't. Yes, it does. I want you to say that's (laughs) a great fucking cake that Greg Bum made. So, like, well, plus you want your kids in twenty years
0: to look back and look at the pictures of that cake and be like, "Oh my god, Dad, I remember that cake. That's awesome." And then their scrubby boyfriends being like, "Oh, that's really cool." And be like, "Fuck off, get out. I'm not making." And I can be like,
3: "You know what? You want to date my daughter? You bake a good cake." That's right, fucker. That's right. So So, what happened? Like what? Dude, it just turned out like ass. Like, my wife posted two pictures <sighs> of it, and I literally made her take them down. I censored it and made wow. her remove it from her Facebook because it was so awful, man. Like, I got I got shaky hands anyways. I've never had a steady <gasps> hand. So, like, I tried to pipe a bunch of webbing onto a pink, you know, buttercream icing cake, which buttercream mm. is hard to get smooth anyways. I make so everything fondant. from scratch. Modeling yeah. chocolate, fondant, I make everything from scratch. um and everything but this was just awful it just turned out like shit if somebody's
0: going to either bake or decorate a cake is there one tip just one tip that you can tell them that people often overlook or don't think about when you're baking a cake whether again baking it for the taste or even designing and, and decorating a cake what's something that you think people really need to focus in
3: on fondant use fondant Use marshmallow fondant. Marshmallow Ooh. fondant is a lot more forgiving and a lot easier to make. So if you ever want to mess with fondant, don't look up just regular fondant. Look up marshmallow fondant. Marshmallow and fondant. make your buttercream. And don't use too much when you make buttercream. So buttercream icing is nothing but powdered sugar and a shit ton of butter. Uh, mm-hmm. Little pinch of salt in there. A lot of people don't add salt. And don't use just milk. Use your heavy yeah. whipping cream in there or oh. a half and half. Oh, a little half it's, and it's, half, it's, huh? It's, little half and half yep yep and and very little you'll want to put some vanilla in there never put uh any vanilla in there like that they call for put put like maybe a quarter of a teaspoon okay skimp on it you know uh, baking uh, tips from greg
0: Yeah, baking tips from greg never baked me a fucking cake but whatever (laughs) so we talked about multimorphic what about pinball adventures You ever heard of punny factory
3: i have heard of punny factory but i don't follow off oh
0: they're still asking me where my pen's at it's coming it's coming. Okay. <laughs> uh, they reached out to us and said they're hoping to assemble and test 13 Punny Factory games over the next few weeks. They said it's a slower process, but the good thing is they're not relying upon this as an income. They said they have a very successful business. This is kind of just fun money and playing around with. So they got, they said 10 games per month is kind of the goal that they're trying to spit them out. So they're not in any hurry. They're having fun with it. We'll see what they. We'll see what they produce. And they said, look, we're only making 120 units of punny factory anyway. I think it's cute. I think this is all great PR. Yeah. Us even talking about it. You're welcome. I hate to tell you 120 units of punny factory is about 90% too much. I think maybe (laughs) 12, at 12 units of punny factory you might sell. I don't know the people at pinball adventures. I don't have any ill will toward them. This is just bad decisions. Uh, the whole theme is a bad decision. I don't even care if it shoots yes. great. So you dialed in. It's just a yes. bad decision. So if you're making yes. it for fun in your garage, that's one thing. But if you're marketing it to sell, that's when I say it's a bad decision. Because anybody in that entire building, whether it's two to 20 people working on these things, at some point should have stopped working and said, I can't put my name behind this because it's such a shitty, stupid thing theme this is dumb that's i'll be a take.
3: little nicer like i agree with you on a lot How of you're gonna be nice that? to
0: that it's crap
3: well no i'm not gonna be nice to it i'm just gonna say so so if you were building it well, for put yourself a, and you put building,
0: a big dick on it like that's more appealing than this yeah, like what what is no, this?
3: it's it is terrible but listen like if 12 people came out and twelve people said you know what i would buy that game and i would made it for myself and i could make a few bucks off of it i'm gonna build the game now, I'm not going to invest. It's To invest anything into that game is ridiculous to me.
0: Greg, I'll give you $100 if you can find me 12 people within the week that yes. think no. that's a good thing.
3: Uh, I will not take that bet because I don't exactly. know if I can find them. Exactly. But it's terrible. I mm-hmm. will agree. Yeah,
0: it is very terrible. But what's not terrible is a show coming out this weekend that you all should go to. It's the Northwest Pinball and Arcade Show in the uh, in the in the washington area the tacoma yes
3: uh, june, love all those guys up there with that
0: I show. no june 3rd through 5th at the greater tacoma convention center uh greg and i fully support this show we want to see the show do great mm-hmm. we love everybody that's uh participating in making this show happen we've heard great things so yes. much so that greg you and i were going to go up there And make an appearance at this show. We were going to work with the organizers to get up there and to do some big things. However, something came up uh, in our schedule, and we have to do some production on something else. So we couldn't make it up there, um, which sucks because I've not been up there. Um, But all the best to the individuals running the Northwest Pinball and Arcade show. And maybe next year, but damn, I wanted to go up there so bad, Bone
3: i do too man so many good people and i've heard such good stuff about that Ah. show it's like uh, i want to see it in person i want to hang out up there
0: (sighs) love you jerry Greg, I don't know if you watched episode 100 last week, but the emails and the messages came pouring in and people said they've got a fever and the only thing that's going to cure it is the best pinball segment in all of pinball podcasting and video history. Did you did you see the Americana that was PMT? I loved it. We'll see if we can recreate this magic with a little bit more dazzle and flair in this week's rendition of Pinball Market Trends. I ran out of gas. Oh my. Ran out and trending of down
3: this week, Zach Minnie's voice.
0: Oh, my vocals! Mm. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm so glad you're here with me for Pinball Market Trends. I get a little perky. I almost want to stand up to do. It. Look at that, tap a king. Oh, stretching. Tap king. Yeah, for those of you not watching <laughs> this rendition, shame on you. You can w- listen to the podcast, but then you got to at least come back to watch Pinball Market Trends. Maybe also the intro. Watch the whole damn thing because there's some fun stuff in here. But nothing is trending up like pinball market trends. Oh, wait a minute. There there is something trending up. Trending up this week is Pirates of the Caribbean. Boom. Pirates POTC, baby. Wait a minute. Wait for it, though. Not the JJP Pirates of the Caribbean. In a turn of events, ladies and gentlemen, it is the 2006 Stern Pinball Pirates of the Caribbean. Shout out to Dwight Sullivan. What the hell is going on? Nordman is infiltrating market trends right now because, believe it or not, numbers do not lie. And I'm only here to report the facts for you beautiful, wonderful people. POTC uh, Pirates by Stern is taking a, a, an up. Can, Craig, do you even believe that?
3: maybe it's all the uh the D- johnny depp trial it's got people uh, reinvigorated
0: oh uh, look at you you're gonna be Fell in a,
3: love with the Depp.
0: you're gonna be uh, a, a market trender in training if you don't watch out yeah that's exactly what it is we've got the the pirates of the caribbean jjp game continuing to stay up really high there we've got current events that can affect the marketplace a promise you people exactly. and that is all johnny depp and his fantastic almost oscar-worthy performance in that court hearing versus uh what was her amber heard
3: wow you were drinking pretty heavily were you there you, you poured yourself up um, a mega pint of red wine correct
0: a mega pint Yep. so yeah current events can affect the marketplace in products especially in pinball and you're seeing that now pirates of the caribbean a home use only pirates of the caribbean you're up you're really high on that we're in the seven thousands for a decent pirates of the caribbean by stern seven thousand great remember when we first got into pinball you could have that thing for 4200 bucks you remember that
3: yeah and i kind of i wanted one too i really liked it
0: i still kind of want one though i'm not gonna lie
3: I do too. Like uh, you know, our our friend uh, uh, Indie Pen, Uncle Larry. Oh yeah, had Uncle one Larry. in his house, and that was the first. Yeah, was the first time I ever got, it. and he sold it, and I I wanted to buy because i I've just always kind of liked the game. Like it's got a lot mm-hmm. of cool toys and stuff in it, and like oh, I, I agree, I want one. Man, so and that it still is, looks good.
0: That's trending up. Believe it or not, you're gonna find really high end ones in the eights.
3: Holy shit! Oh my god!
0: I know. It's, I know it went up like that. The, yes, it did. I found. I, I, was, just, what? I was like. I'd like to, you know, own one of those again. I was like, oh, shit, maybe not. Yeah. Oh, Also trending up this week is Stumbler's Tokyo Neon Sign Mod for Godzilla. I know that many of you have seen this on Site already because it is a thread that's been on fire since it's been started. This is a new mod by Stumbler. He's famous for other mods as well, but he is taking an interested list for this Neon Sign Mod for Godzilla. Godzilla is like the new mod game. Everybody's modding the hell out of it. Uh, but this sign is phenomenal i'm already on the list as well if you're not you probably need to jump on that list but you can see it in the thread go to pin side but it's a color changing mod for the for the scoop area and and then they oh he's got little backlit panels acrylic designs that you can choose from you see it you're going to buy it so you know uh, viewer beware if you go to that thing I'm going to keep trending. We talked about social current events going on that can affect the pinball industry and it has in a big way. And this week's trending up also Stranger Things. Not, Not just the game because the game continues to be hot. But holy moly, mother of God, Greg Bone. Have you seen what Medicinal Mods has been teasing for the Stranger Things game?
3: I did, and it's kinda insane.
0: Holy shit, coming soon, at the end of June, I believe, and you might see a video from straight down the middle. Pink. Uh, I'm gonna show this video right now, Greg, of not just one mod, but when medicinal mods put their hands to something, they create another experience for the entirety of a game and they're doing it again for one of my favorite games ever, Stern Pinball Stranger Things. They're creating a package, a collection. You transform the entire game, which is what I've been wanting to do uh, in the mod industry for a long time. Not just one mod, but you transform a whole game. He recently did that with America's Most Haunted from Spooky Pinball. He's doing it for Stranger Things. And there are things that I can't talk about, and there are things not in this teaser video, uh, viewer, that are the biggest parts of all, but he's waiting waiting for those until later. This is going to be phenomenal. This game is phenomenal. And did you check out episode 1 yet of the new season of Stranger Things?
3: Yeah, did you get to finish it?
0: I was at noon all night long. It ah. it was phenomenal, Greg. It <laughs> was the you. it was some of the cleanest <laughs> filmmaking, especially yes. for a television series perfectly acted perfectly written the tone the cinematography everything was top notch it was better than most films i've seen and that's just episode one they changed the tone entirely to to give tribute and and homage to the 90s and the late 80s basically late 80s ran into the 90s but the the horror film series like um nightmare uh, on elm street nightmare um, yeah you know freddy and all of that friday the 13th they really pay tribute to that and this is now a dark little turn that i think works so so well and truly scary shit in episode 1 yes
3: yeah it's almost like it like they, they took so, but it, it's not shocking it's not a shocking turn it's not something that 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 uh is disingenuous to the franchise but it's just updated with their age and the times and it kind of has turned into almost like a horror yeah. a horror series like it works insanely so good. Well,
0: I swear to you it's one of the best TV series of all time and you're going to see this pen continue to hold value. You've got the medicinal package and the reemergence of this series the last season. This thing is on fire like no other Stern Pinball You got to do us another small run of premiums. You got to yes. do one. I oh, reached out God. I reached out to Stern Pinball one of my guys over there and I said, "Dude, is there any way that you guys would consider re-upping this license even for a small like Iron Man vault type of run. Like, come on. And I didn't get a little of the
3: but. popularity is back. And it, 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 that was a game that took so long to gain steam. Um, it's sort of like what we saw with, with JJP with with pirates. You know, by the time that oh, it sure. really gained a lot of traction, it was off the fucking line and Come it was on. done. And Stranger Things has done that, dude. And the prices are so astronomical. Like I saw pros at like eight grand and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me, man. Like, cause I want I, I wanna another one back. Like yeah. I went to Rec Bar the other night and that was the only game that I played there that I stayed on. Like I played a few other games, but that was the game that I'm. I'm like i miss this so much i mm. want this game back in my house
0: man if you're interested in a pro maybe you should subscribe to flippingoutpinball.com and keep your eye on the flipping out vault coming soon that's all i'm saying Ooh. yeah that franchise is on fucking fire right now it's unbelievable yeah. i was getting so like, a little schoolgirl watching it
3: oh mm. and it gets it's, out- it stays as good too through yeah, the next I- couple episodes at least
0: I can't always be giddy though and things gotta be real here on the Pinball Show, Pinball Market Trends. Trending down this week. Is the market in general? Question mark. Uh Uh-oh. Wait a minute. Is the bubble bursting? Is it bursting, Greg? Oh maybe. Maybe. No, here's what here's what the deal is. I'm only reporting the facts here. The market is not trending down per se but it's a living, breathing thing, as I always say, and and right now it's softening a little bit. It's softening just a hair. This thing was rock solid like you were in high school when you wake up in the morning. Like, that thing is like a sledgehammer. All I'm saying is that it's just a little bit more flaccid. (laughs) So it's not like it's still rock hard solid. It's, it's build fort it tough, you know, but it's just a little, just a little softer. And the reason that is because it's a summertime, right? Everybody's getting out. And yeah. people aren't buying as much and, uh, and Stern Pinball's getting games out. If you want to yeah. follow the marketplace, yeah. follow Stern pinball. They're getting more yeah, 100%. Games out.
3: Mm-hmm. That that's exactly what's going to dictate this market is is the the more that uh, Stern is able to keep up with production uh, mm-hmm. and so forth that, that that's what's gonna that that is literally I almost feel that Stern single handedly is what's driving the market
0: absolutely until maybe that next JJP game but mm-hmm. yeah the, oh so are yeah, too so you're seeing a little softening the bubble is the bubble is not bursting at all but mm-hmm. you know games you're gonna see maybe a hundred two hundred dollar Dropping games that they were two weeks ago. That's all I'm saying. Still could go right back up again, but that's what I'm seeing right now. And I want to save you some money. I want to burst your bubble in this week's Deals of the Week. Bye, bye, bye. Deals of the Week this week you can find on Pinside right now. This one, oh, we're going to reach back into the Wayback Machine on this next Deal of the Week on Pinside. It is a Gottlieb game and it it's Gottlieb Torch. 1980 Gottlieb Torch. What the hell are you talking about here, Zach? Well, they would venture to say, uh, that is Tom Test out of Hagerstown, Maryland, that this is the nicest torch ever seen or sold on Pinside. Uh, it's restored. It's just a really clean example. Really nice example. The play field is beautiful. Uh, if you guys are into these older Gottliebs, I think it's a system. What is a system one, maybe? I don't know what this is.
3: but Yeah, I think it is.
0: This game you don't see too often. It's got a unique uh, little wheel thing, stand-up target thing that you hit. Twenty nine fifty. It's hard to get anything for twenty nine fifty. Much less one of the best examples in the world of. Uh, and I don't hear people complain about this game too much. Looks like a fun target shooting type of game. But I'm telling you, for twenty nine fifty, the cabinet's beautiful. The play field's really, really nice. It's spectacular Inside's Super clean. It's just if you want a nice example, the best example of something. that art's good. That's it. Twenty nine fifty. You can't beat that. Yeah. Come on. And as a reminder to all of you that actually like money out there, there's a thousand dollar bounty for finding me one of the nicest radicals there is. It's all you got to do. Lead me to the promised land of, uh, of radical. And if I buy on that
3: radical hunt,
0: (laughs) I send you a thousand bucks. It's easy. And if you find me a hep one, or if you find me a restored one with everything new, I'll give you 1500 bucks. I'll give you 2000 bucks. I'll pay whatever's needed for that damn thing. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just here to report the facts. Don't kill the messenger, because numbers don't lie in life and on pinball. Market trends.
1: Bye, bye, bye!
0: All right, Greg, thanks for joining the show. That was phenomenal. It was fantastic. You were you were wonderful as Thank always. You. You, people like you, you more than me, as they as they most often do.
3: Where can Not people find you? You can find me on straight down the middle. On YouTube, on yeah. Facebook, mm-hmm. you can find me, uh, on the telephone and by email oh, at flipping right. out pinball, Greg at flipping out pinball.
0: Oh yeah. Talk about that real quick. How does your, you're in the industry now you're doing a lot of tech work. You're talking to a lot of, uh, pinball people. How's that experience been?
3: Oh, you know, it's been good. Like, um, I'm thankful for the opportunity to finally get into pinball to be able to actually work in pinball, not just media, mm-hmm. um, not just what we do. It's something I've kind of wanted for a long time. And, you know, I'm still doing real estate. I'm still working on on that stuff. But, you know, sometimes, you know, you want to go and, and work where your heart is mm-hmm. as well. And, you know, anybody watching this is obviously, uh, you know, their hearts in pinball as well. So, you know, to have that opportunity to work into, and, and to get into, you know, especially work for such a great company like you and Nicole owns nope. is, is phenomenal. Um, and I get to work with my best friend. So, and again, like what we talked earlier, like we work so well together, you know, yeah. I, I don't think there was really any hesitation to, to go into it just because we know each other so well. And, and, you know, it, it doesn't seem like a lot of what we do and how we run straight down the middle and so forth, but there's so much back and forth and behind the scenes and, and equipment. And especially when we do, you know, big reveals or we do something mm-hmm. like we've done for JJP and, and companies, like there's a ton that goes into that. And there's a lot of back and forth. There's a lot of disagreement. There's a lot of things. So, you know, we've, we've been able to overcome that over the last five years and and to grow. So, you know, from a business perspective, uh, you know, I I didn't hesitate. And, you know, again, it's just like one of those, I'm super appreciative to be able to, to to have this job with you guys. And we've got a great
0: team. We've got a great team. it's, It's phenomenal. Sometimes tech issues that pop up are frustrating and they make, you know, they make owners just want to pull their damn hair out. But I've found that with you now partnering up with us and and working as part of the flipping out team, like for me, maybe this is selfish, but tech issues that pop up are kind of fun to work through with you and the customer. Like it's kind of fun. I'm yeah. like, Oh, we'll get to the bottom of this. Let's figure this out. We're both going to learn from this. And, uh, it's yeah. been super positive for me, you know, I can only speak for myself, but for me, it's
3: been awesome. But you know, some people might find it silly, silly, but you know, I, like I absolutely love this job. Like I love everything about it. Like it's just, it's phenomenal to be able to work in pinball and help people. And, and again, just to work with, with you and Nicole, it's,
0: yeah, it's just fantastic. Uh, it's a dream come true. We're living the dream, man. We're doing what we love. And, uh, this is only, only the start of it. Uh, only it is
3: only the start. Cause we're getting ready to fucking take this company to the next Woo! level, which is amazing. Like, which is a part of the exciting part is growing it even further. Yeah, I and
0: mean, Greg's been a big help, even in some of the social media uh, stuff that you guys have seen from Flippin' Out Pinball. That's Greg Bone, uh, all the graphics yeah, and stuff you. like that. So thank you, Greg. If you I'm do need, sorry. as a Flippin' Out Pinball customer, if you if you need help uh, with your new in pinball machine or a game that you've got from us, you can reach out to Greg at greg at or at 812-802-9588. That's 812-802-9588. And we have very soon coming up the the Flipping Out Vault. I'm still working on that, but that's going to be a lot of fun. Product Showcase this week is an Avengers Premium. Not that it was trending down or anything, but Avengers Premium new in box. I, I don't lie to people. I'm pretty transparent. We'll get that out to you. I think I got an extra two right now. So we can get those out to you, as well as we also have uh, Greg. We got a lot of games in stock: Guns and Roses, Le's with the Art Blades toppers, Banner, still. Insider connected kits, pros and premiums. Not the specialty kits yet; those are coming. Uh, Batman '66 Le pre-owned, Rush Pro pre-owned. I think I got another Munsters Pro in. Uh, I'm getting a Frankenstein Sega in. I'm getting a uh, Amanda Pro. I just got in pre-owned. Uh, just got in a Star Wars comic Pro. You don't even know about that one, Greg. Got a Star Wars Comic Pro in uh, on trade. We've had a lot of things come in on trade. Still got a Deadpool LE, Led Zeppelin Premium, a TMNT Premium, a Star Wars LE, an Elvira 40th. Here's the update for the Elvira 40th. You guys, oh yeah, Zach's been sitting on those. You guys seen a video with me delivering one up three flights of stairs along with two other games. That was hell. And subsequently, the next day later, somebody snagged up number 69. It's pending right now. Number 69 Ooh. of Elvira's uh, 40th anniversary. Jeez. Number 69. So fitting for that title. And uh, that's going to be a really good game for long haul value-wise. I still have one left. One Elvira 40th anniversary left. And it's the big one. It's the one that matters more than 69. It's the one that matters more than the last in the run or the first of the run. It is the coveted number 40. It's very special. Oh. Very special. Very special. And I just Such a neat game. Haven't convinced I myself, it. Greg, after opening that one and seeing how beautiful it was, not to open number forty myself. So you'll Nicole, open it. Nicole will be so mad. I swear to you, she'll she'll like threaten divorce if I open number forty. I would. <laughs> you stick I
3: it her. in the corner. Don't tell her. Just if she bought like, corner.
0: if she bought a thirty forty thousand dollar handbag, I'd lose my shit. <laughs> so
3: yeah. yeah, but you know what. I always say so. Here's my thing too, because I've had to fight with with my wife about this. Like the resell on pins is so I good. Know. Like you don't really loo- like it's the one thing. There's just not much like it. Maybe classic cars, but you still like if something breaks down or something hits it or does something. It's so hard. You know, it costs so much to still restore that pinball machines. Yeah, a four hundred dollar board. Yeah, but I'm I'm
0: like thirty plus pins right now. I, yeah, I, I don't miss another game
3: no you don't need it but it's fantastic to have
0: it's i can't wait till you see one of those in person up close with that cap. oh it's so damn pretty. Oh, yeah. see, we've got shaker yeah. motors back in stock we even have golden tees get your golden tea those things are oh
3: golden Tees amazing
0: super value like uh very very price-wise so much cheaper than the pinball machines. So much uh so much entertainment there. People are loving it. And you get the free two thousand twenty two update once it does come out. So let's get you one of those ordered. I still have two IJ Deluxe toppers by Elite Elite Pinball. Those are gonna be you're not gonna see those anymore once those no. are gone. I'm the only one with you, those. You won't have those. Yeah. Yes.
3: And you know, back to Golden Tea. The one thing about Golden Tea real quick that mm-hmm. I love that that's one of my favorite things about a Golden Tea is that it, it has like a randomness, almost like a pinball machine, um, to it, to where you're almost not playing the same game even when you play by yourself or something. And it's a great game that you can play by yourself. Yeah. So like I I think that that's one great aspect versus mm-hmm. a lot of other arcade games uh that, that you don't get with those that you do with golden tea. That's Yeah, it's it's
0: very sport like. I mean, you mm-hmm. there's a lot of strategy, a lot of skill there, but you're, yes. you're playing with a ball kind of still. You're still yes. dealing with the physics of a ball. So uh, yeah. it, I, I very much agree. We've got banners as well, merchandise as well. Escalera's turnaround time is four months plus. I know. Ooh. But something very cool is coming from Escalera very soon. That's all I can say. It's in the prototype phases right now. Just wait. Ooh. Just wait. TPN last week had a triple dream pinball podcast on TPN, as well as some <laughs> wonderful, magnificent streams. I don't know what's coming up. This week, though, I'm we'll to have to check uh, to see what this week is. I'm, I'm ready to hang out, Greg. You ready to hang out this week with me? I am. Uh, so we need to record some more Straight Down the Middle videos. We've got some other recordings to do. It's going to be a big yeah. week for us. Whew. It is. It's, it's a long, busy week. I <sighs> hope you eat your Wheaties. hope you don't get your dick bit off by the alligator, my friend.
3: <laughs> Allie's that hungry. Or at least my leg's broke. <laughs> by the tail. <laughs> uh, Whack me in the wiener. Oh, uh, for Greg Bone, I'm Zach Minney. And don't lose your tater to a gator.
0: <laughs> That's a good one. I'm proud of you. And always practice safe pinball. And the next time you're going to get really stoned and high, just try not to go get that special K from a weird, sketchy-ass trailer park. See you guys later. game face. Zach here we go come one come all it's the pinball show with your
1: host Zach Minnie light breaking nose